All right, everyone. Uh, well, thanks for joining us uh, Sunday afternoon edition of the Flashpoint Podcast. My name is Owen Higgins. I am your host. Today I'm joined by returning champion, my friend and yours, Sam Sachs. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about Rumble, uh, the right-wing YouTube clone uh, that went public recently and has been running into some issues uh, as far as its stock going down, we're going to talk about one of the um, one of the people who is uh, one of their one of their talent named uh, Glenn Greenwald, who I'm sure all of you know who that is. Uh, had a meltdown the other day over uh, reporting from uh, Edwin Dorsey at the Bear Cave about problems at Rumble. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to start off by just kind of running through real quick what, what Edwin found. So Edwin, uh, he, he reports on kind of, you know, stocks that are maybe not what they claim to be, uh, some, some stocks that are some companies that are maybe promising something that, that isn't, isn't true. Uh, so he says, Rumble describes itself as, quote, a high-growth video sharing platform designed to help content creators manage, distribute, and monetize their content, close quote. In reality, Rumble is largely YouTube for hyper-conservatives, and it has struggled to move into mainstream content. Despite backing from Republican heavyweights, financial progress has been slow, and the company's key operating metrics appear dubious, currently trading for around 175 to 170 times its revenue, its shares may be uh, priced to tumble. Later on, uh, he talks about how uh, Rumble has paid uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to have some creators join the platform, uh, but and but he says, despite big incentives and Rumble's claims of rapid growth, many of these creators haven't gone far in Rumble. For example, comedian uh, Bridget Batesi's last Rumble was on se- September 15th and got you know around a thousand views. The Habib Bros by Siraj Hashmi and Mujahid, uh, Mujahid uh, Kobe's last view last video was titled "Muslims Join Christians to Protest Woke Schools" and got a hundred views. Uh, and Shant Mesrobian and Zed Jelani's joint channel hasn't posted in the last four months. If you are as brain diseased as I am, you know who all of these people are. Uh, but if you're not, uh, just don't worry about it. I'm blocked um, by all those people on so, Twitter, Owen. See, there you go. So, Sam, that's 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 a good that's a good sign. Obviously, we're not the target audience uh, for what Rumble is doing. Um, but yeah, so so this report came out, and you know, it, during the reporting, uh, Edwin claimed uh, correctly uh, that Glenn hadn't produced any content since June. Uh, Glenn freaked out on him because his husband has been sick since August. That doesn't, of course, explain the month and a half in between there, uh, where he's produced no content. Uh, he has talked about how he's building out a studio, how he's going to have a nightly show, but. I think this is just kind of another example of you know this this attempt by people on the right um, to kind of glom on to this idea of cancel culture and the fact that they're being silenced and censorship to kind of push forward uh, their latest alternative media uh, infrastructure. And sometimes this stuff you know works, sometimes it doesn't. Rumble you know uh, is is not. A small company, it certainly has, you know, it, it's it's certainly punching above its weight in some ways, uh, but it, it it does appear that you know if, if this reporting has made its tum- shares tumble the way that if Rumble tumble the way that it has, uh, then that would kind of indicate that there is something wrong. And 
uh, that is exactly what's happened, by the way. Uh, the, the shares have dropped like almost 50% uh, down to around $7 from its height of around uh, 14 15 um, or 13 13 14 around the time of the SPAC. I think the SPAC went up to 16 but But in general, it's been around like 14 15 at its high rate, and now it's down to about half of that. Um, so, you know, stocks are stocks, but this stuff does show like the kind of confidence that that uh, investors have in this company, um, especially because the company doesn't really seem to be doing much. But uh, Sam, I'm curious what your take is on Rumble in general. Um, you know, as 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 two people who are keyed into a lot of alternative media, obviously, um, I think that I would say that both of us are broadly supportive of the idea of an alternative to YouTube, an idea of an alternative uh, to these other platforms, but, but I'm not sure rumble is really it for people who aren't conservatives, but I'm curious what you think, what you think about what it. I think of the old rumble tumble, Owen. Right. Yes. The exactly. Rumble tumble. Well, uh, what we're seeing is Silicon Valley investors, reactionary investors like Peter Thiel and JD Vance, not fully understanding the lesson of conservative media, which is it's not a money maker. It's a place where you sink money to get your ideas out. And if you go to Rumble's website, at the top of the website is a banner that says breaking. Rumble is now public and listed on NASDAQ. Like that's not normal. That's kind of tacky, I feel like for a company that's just it's 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 sort of desperate in terms of trying to be relevant as a place where you can where investors can actually make money, but it won't ever be that. There's just not, and and that's kind of what's exposed in that bear cave piece by Edwin Dorsey is that they they the numbers just don't add up in terms of how investors can put money into it and expect any sort of growth out of it. It's not going to happen. And when you are relying on a Murderer's row of content creators like Shant Mizrobian and Zed Jelani and Glenn Greenwald. It, it's obvious to anybody that that's not going to make you any money. Like, so at some point they're going to realize that okay, we're not going to we're not here to make money. Uh, we're here just to sink money into it to have this alternative platform for conservatives. To get out their most extreme, what we're talking about are their, are their most extreme ideas, stuff that might get them blocked off of off of YouTube and Facebook, where conservatives dominate on those channels. By the way, like the top shared articles on Facebook, the most uh, watched videos are all from conservatives there. But you might get in trouble for being explicitly racist or transphobic, or any of these other far-right nationalists, white supremacist ideas that are gaining more and more prominence uh, among conservatives. Um, but Rumble's like, okay, well, you can say that stuff here, but at the end of the day, that's not profitable for investors either. That won't make people money. The only reason why that stuff is like blocked on the other websites is because they worry about their investors too. So I don't know. I'm enjoying all this. Right. It's kind of fun to see it uh, crash as it as it's doing. Yeah, it is. It is definitely um, like there's there's some uh, Schadenfreude or however you pronounce that word. Uh, you know, it, in in watching it happen. Um, I, I mean, 
I would say, like, you're right about most of that, although I don't actually think explicit transphobia is enough to get you in any kind of trouble on these platforms. Yeah, sure. Um, but it's, it's more like the anti-vax and the election deniers. Yeah. Stuff, uh, which is why Russell Brand uh, went over to Rumble. Well, I think the, a large part of it is that they gave him a lot of money to do it. But um, he, he went over there to because, um, you know, he was posting things like uh, like pretty – from what I understand, it seems like pretty serious anti-vax content, and that's why uh, he got dinged by them. Um, but even even then, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure that, like, a lot of these people are uh, exclusively creating for Rumble. I think that they're just airing it first on Rumble, and then they're putting it on YouTube anyway. So it's kind of like, so what's what's the point here? Like, what like what's the... What's the idea? Well, like, what are we doing exactly? And it just—it just seems like what we're doing is—is uh, is just providing um, a space with, like, yet, like you said, like these more extreme views, and then um, trying to make that into money. Like, I think it seems like they've kind of hustled themselves into thinking that this is a viable uh, business model, rather than just like, you know, conservatives love to complain about these platforms, but they still use them, right? Yeah, I mean, these guys—I I do think that guys like Peter Thiel, maybe they don't anymore, but they did at one point think this is a moneymaker that, oh, we're going to create something as big as YouTube here. This is the next YouTube. But it was never going to be that. And uh, you know, maybe if they talked to like the old conservative investors in, you know, the more traditional right wing media we know of, of like magazines and like nobody's getting rich off that shit they're just it's just surviving to spin out reactionary ideas to be constantly generating controversy in the discourse and pushing right-wing ideas and that's what rumble will be in the end i mean i'm guessing that it won't they'll just they'll sink enough money in it to keep it going now at some point they might get tired of paying glenn greenwald and uh, Russell Brand, millions of bucks, however much they're paying them, to like post every now and then something that isn't even original. That is like uh, now an editorial column at the Federalist or something. But it's it'll be no different than like your typical just right wing media outlet where people can post. It'll be like yeah, it'll be like a right wing YouTube, but it just won't make money. And it won't be nearly as big, but they'll be proud of it. And then they'll post it. They'll post the stuff to YouTube anyway, so it won't even really yeah. matter. And and just you know, another like kind of amusing part of this, and this is something that uh, uh, Jacob Silverman, um, who who writes about tech um, and is working, I think, on on, on a book about um, Bitcoin and and other cryptocurrencies. You know, he's pointed out that. Uh, you know, Rumble's big appeal, right, is to say that it is a a free speech platform and a place where people can go, you know, to say whatever they want to say and and to and and to you know just like it won't be canceled or anything. But if you actually like look at the terms of service, like you, first of all, they they liken Antifa to KKK, which basically means that you can't say anything or, or produce any content that that endorses. Um, either, although I'm sure that that's really aimed more at, at uh, and quote unquote Antifa, whatever that means in in their head, um, and uh, they they also like at the end of it at the end of their like terms of service they say oh also like we we reserve the right to ban anything, like any speech 
that we determine uh, is bannable, we will ban. Yeah. And so it's kind of like so, so and and this has been uh, a big thing, uh, and I'm, I I don't want to harp on him too much, but this is a big thing that like Glenn has been saying on his like relentless like advertising for this platform, is that you know finally like there's this free speech platform, finally there's this place where people can go uh, to be able to talk about uh, whatever they want. And, and to not worry about the censors and to not worry about people like shutting them down. Well, it's like, no, like right, right in the, like in, in the platforms, uh, terms of service, it says that they, that they reserve the right to call anything unacceptable speech. And I have noticed that it has been interesting, right. That he, that now he's kind of adjusted the way that he's talking about it to say like, there won't be any like, like, um, interruption of the, of, of, of like, of before things air. There won't be any censorship, right? So now he's saying before things because you know because he can't really say it anymore because obviously like they could at any time. Um, so it's kind of like so even even though they have this like you know so-called platform for free speech, it doesn't even seem like it's that. No, it's all it's all a fraud. It's all a fraud, and they need to have those clauses in there because they will restrict speech that might restrict how much money you know might cut off how much uh, returns investors can get because it's not, it's not profitable to have a platform where uh, people are, are live streaming their mass shootings, right? Like that's why these social media companies will take off quote unquote speech and, um, or where people are planning, you know, certain uh, acts. So, uh, like, like you said, right, this, the, the only place, places where conservatives can't say whatever the hell they want is when they stray into like anti-vaxxer shit, which is becoming more and more popular among them too. So yes, they need, I guess, that's the only, that's the only, that's the only area where they do have, I guess, a free speech argument they can make for Rumble being able to host that stuff. But as far as like Glenn goes, he's, he must be he denied to Jacob that he's got like any stock in Rumble or has been, you know, will benefit in any way based on the stock price of Rumble. Um, but he's getting paid like by them and he must be getting paid by them a lot. So it depends on Rumble being financially secure for him to keep getting paid by them. So he'll say whatever he wants. And he's, I mean, how is this not a corporate news outlet? Like, they're listed on fucking NASDAQ, you know, uh, he's, he, he, he just can't make any arguments anymore that he used to when he was, I guess, independent, but he's kind of lost it on online now. He's just become kind of like a desperate, sad, uh, figure. Yeah. He's pretty wild. <laughs> he's definitely wild. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't really like have, have much to say that's interesting. Um, and, and again, like the only reason that I'm bringing him up here is because he's just been like a huge defender. He's important um, to this story. That, yeah. I mean, site. I guess he's important to the story because he's their main cheerleader out in public, hyping up all this stuff that's happening at Rumble. Meanwhile, he's barely posting on it. I mean, yeah, I guess David is sick or whatever, but he's been uh, posting long threads online and doing shit like that. Getting really into responding to people who have six followers on Twitter and getting really mad at a bunch of other people. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I guess, I guess the one thing that I would say is that, um, 
it's it's not surprising to me that you would see uh, Glenn talk about adopting this new platform and then kind of ghost it because that has happened on like literally every platform that he's <laughs> ever worked on. Um, like, you know, he, he started Substack. He posted on there a whole bunch. I don't even know if he still posts on there anymore. Um, but I know that he still is collecting money from it. Um, and, and again, like I'm not talking about like um, this stuff happening uh, from, you know, when uh, from, from, uh, from David getting sick. Like, uh, like this stuff happened, like, you know, but like before this, like, you know, I'm looking at his Substack right now, right? So we have, um, so I'm, I'm going to go before August 6th because I think that it, I don't think that it is fair yeah. to like, uh, to say, so, so, so his, his husband got sick on August 6th. There actually are a few like posts since then, but like, whatever, like, like, let's just call everything before that. Right. So, so before that it's July 30th. Um, he, he posted something by Ben Spielberg and Leighton Woodhouse on July 20th. And then, uh, he, he has, um, a, a copy of a video of him talking to Christopher Rufo on June 30th. I imagine that's like the last rumble thing that he did. Um, so it's kind of like, he, he just has kind of just disappeared off of that platform. Um, I, I, I haven't, I don't know if he is still on this platform. I certainly haven't seen him pop up. That uh, that often, um, I know that like the show that he started uh, with Q is still going, uh, but I, I mostly just see like Michael Tracy guest hosting on that. I don't see Glenn on that very often. I haven't seen him post anything on his uh, Colin for for a long time. Like, there's no reason to think that uh, that Rumble would be any different. Um, that you know that he would start and probably you know do do a flurry of activity and then just kind of disappear. So that's kind of just like been his mo uh, in general, and I think that for um, uh, for for the Bear Cave uh, to to bring that up for Mr. Dorsey at the Bear Cave to bring that up is is completely like legit. Like that's a completely legit thing to point out. Um, and again, it's also not about him. It's about Rumble itself. Like if Rumble is planning and and, and claiming to be like this new platform where all of these huge uh, conservative and otherwise uh, like-minded uh, alternative media figures are going uh, to, to put their content out there, well, you have to, like, actually show that they're doing that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it says and, – and I guess that, like, some of them are, but, like, th this is also from the article. It's, it's home to channels like Newsmax, One American News, and the Lindell Report by Mil My Pillow CEO, Mike Lindell. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious, like, what they're doing here. And um, I, I doubt, like, and, I and doubt like these, any of those yeah. outlets are making huge amounts of money for investors or whatever either. Like, these are all just these are all just conservative propaganda machines that are doing their job of putting out propaganda, not making money for investors. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, so, so that's, like, the, the, the purpose of this stuff is not to make money. You're completely right about that. The purpose of it is to uh, get attention for these ideas and and to push them out there. But like presenting this as as it's something that's going to like you know uh, make tons of money for the investor is just like unrealistic. And um, I mean, it's not like fraud or anything, but it's 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 dishonest. I think for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's it's branding. Well, I mean, the, well, I don't know. Like one of them, how. I guess it could be fraud if they start lying about their numbers and shit to investors in terms of like 
whatever their growth strategy is or whatever, but that stuff is never really prosecuted anyways. But like, there's a lot of branding behind Rumble, all behind the free speech aspect of it. But on top of that, branding is an idea that it can make money. And yeah, as we've, as we've talked about, like it won't, it won't ever make money. And I mean, but, but it's like, Glenn had it. I mean, Fox is the only example, right? Fox is Fox News is really the only example of like a conservative media outlet that makes like. Well, that's part of like a larger holding. I I don't know, like how maybe it's I don't know how profitable it is among its other, you know, the Newsmax or News Corp's other holdings. Um, I guess like I. Like I think it's profitable, but, you know, it's not something again where if I'm. Peter Thiel or J.D. Vance, and I want to sink $2 million into this, how much am I going to be able to get out of that? Am I ever going to be able to get my $2 million back out of that? It, am I going to, you know, get $3 million, $4 million out? And it's not. You're just going to be sinking money into it. And, yes, News Corp, I guess, is a, is a big uh, uh, corporation. It's just, I mean, it's a news corporation, and it's found its niche among right-wing media, but there's also, I guess, a generation gap, too. That's a lot of older people who just watch TV and read conservative newspapers. Uh, young people aren't aren't kind of getting their media out of that. And I don't think they're going to they're not they're going to be as interested in Rumble either. But. Yeah, it's almost like they're trying to like make, tr- trying to see if they can use uh, uh, use these platforms maybe to like pick up the slack once, you know, a, a lot of boomers die or whatever. Um, and and are, are just not paying as much attention to, um, to to Fox News, you know. Like once once Fox kind of, I guess, disappears. I mean, that's a good point. Maybe maybe that is what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to like uh, make the next conservative platform so that they can you know use that to continue both like the message that they want to send out there and also to continue. Uh, to find a way to make money off of it. But, you know, again, like, I I feel like with a lot of these, like, right-wing sites and a lot of these right-wing conservative uh, media figures, like, they always tend to end up, you know, selling, like, dick pills yeah. and, like, you know, other, like, other, like, uh, whack shit that, you know, just doesn't really, um, it, it's it's just really bottom-of-the-barrel, like, uh, uh, banner ads that you see at the bottom of like like in like a an, an over overly advertised website, right? It's just it's just something like that where where it's it's just like like bottom feeding advertisements, bottom feeding um, uh, 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 brands and 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 sponsorships, and it's kind of like you know if if let's say Rumble like does really like because I know that so I get their um, I get their uh, their newsletter for investors, and they said that they are going to start introducing um, the ads in front of the videos, right? So they didn't used to have this. I guess they're going to start to have this where, like, mm-hmm. you start an ad, like you start a video, you have an ad, just yeah. like YouTube, right? Um, but like, what kind of companies are going to want to um, advertise with with this with this platform, right? Like, like what, like, okay, so maybe my pillow, <laughs> right? Stuff like that. But like not like like what kind of like this really goes back to what you were saying um, at at the top of the show talking about like uh, how these how these platforms end up having to 
restrict speech a lot of time because of their interest in advertisement. Like it's not because it's, it's generally not because of any kind of uh, ideological uh, reason. It's because they just want to make sure that their advertisers don't leave, that they can still make money. Um, yeah. So what kind of advertisers are going to go for Rumble? So I, I just like I, it's just really hard to know like where their how how the, how the revenue works and how they're going to possibly like try to make money here. I would love to see Glenn selling dick pills on his Rumble show if it ever is unveiled. Because is if, if the longer they are soliciting investors and assuming everyone else who put their money into this project are clinging to the idea that they can still make money out of it. They're going to like force these people to do all sorts of shit to squeeze as much money as they can, including having them hawk all this stuff. Uh, they're going to start clawing back on the, however much money they're giving people up front to do whatever schedule of content they agree to come out with um and uh yeah that'll be that'll be a good phase of rumble i suppose <laughs> but yeah i don't i don't know if we would see like uh, uh greenwald or brand being the type of people who who would end up hawking that stuff um but i think that you would see like those ads in front of content in front of their content um but this does, I mean, this kind of is, is similar uh, in, in a way to what's gone on with Substack, where it started, it had these uh, really, like, generous deals for people to come on and to join the platform. And then, um, you know, as, as, as things have kind of tightened up, it seems, uh, they have stopped doing that. Now they are uh, uh, no longer offering those deals to people. Um, I know, you know, like like some of them. I think some of the deals have worked out. Um, I know. Uh, I remember the the Iglesias deal. I remember when he got it. I remember him posting about it like early on. Like like I just I fucked myself basically, <laughs> like by by um, by taking the deal and then giving them the rest of the money once once um, you know like like for uh, for the first year. But then there are people like you know like Michael Tracy who you know got the. He got his deal uh, with Substack and then, like, couldn't even crack, I think, like, 300 subscribers. So it, 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 I think that there were probably more people like Michael than there were people like Matt, and so that's why they have started to run out of money. Mm -hmm. um, uh, also, there's also the other, like, interesting right-wing media, and I would say Substack is, is a little bit different. Um, it's a little more of a neutral platform, I think, than, than these other two, but uh, Parler the one-time social media app that has now expanded itself into uh, cloud services for canceled content. Yeah. Um, so now what they're, what they're doing is they're saying that they're going to offer cloud services for websites that are taken down for objectionable content. Which I, I think, I think ultimately that's also what Rumble sees itself as getting into that space to make money too at the end of the day. And maybe, maybe yeah, that Rumble. is the only way they can make money. But even there, like how big – is that market to host hate sites? Uh, I mean, it's unfortunately right. bigger than we'd like, than, than we're comfortable with, but it's not big enough for guys like Teal making money off of. Right. Well, I think I think the thing is too, like, so it it it, and, and this also refers back to something you were saying before. Okay, so 
let's let's kind of like project this into the future, right? So cloud services, and you're right, uh, Rumble is also uh, planning on doing cloud services as well for for quote unquote canceled um, uh, content creators. Okay, so let's say that they let's say they start hosting this stuff, um, and then somebody you know uses either like their site or a site that's hosted by their cloud services uh, to film themselves doing some some massacre of a school or, or, or a shopping mall or, like, whatever, whatever kind of horrific, yeah. horrific content they put out there. Okay, so now what do you do? Like, so do you, like, do you take that down? Like, like or, or, or do you leave it up? Or do you, or and if you take that down, uh, how long until somebody else does it? Right? So it's just, it, it, it's like they're, they're promising something that they can't even deliver on because the like the reality of it, like once you start like hypothesizing what this is going to look like, it becomes obvious almost instantly that this stuff is just not going to work. Um, unless that's the kind of stuff that you want to do, in which case then you're pariah. And then like there's no way that Rumble makes any money because nobody wants to have anything to do with it. Um, Parler, on the other hand, has a different approach uh, to making money, and I think this one is actually kind of clever, which is basically you have the CEO's wife get really close with a uh, celebrity rapper who is having a manic episode, and you have her convince him to buy the dying social media part of the company so you can fund the, uh, the cloud services, which is exactly what Candace Owens, who's the wife of the parlor CEO, has done. Uh, she has gotten Kanye West uh, to 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 agree to buy the dying social media side of of yeah. Parler, um, but even that won't work because he's not actually going to do it. That's about as likely as Elon Musk on Twitter. Um, but it's been it's been interesting. Like it's been interesting to watch. Like Parler has just like turned into like an, a, a total scam so so quickly. Um, what's your what's your take on that, Parler in general? I honestly I, I don't. That's you telling me that stuff with about Candace Owens and Kanye. I really haven't been paying that much attention to to Parler, but it is. Uh, I am rather impressed with Candace Owens scheming there. Assuming that is what happens. I mean, it definitely seems to be what happened. Like that's you know the 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 part of the business that he's buying is the dying part. The CEO George Farmer like sent out a memo to like people. He's like, don't worry. He's not buying the cloud thing. We're still doing that. It just seems like it um, seems like Parler, like Rumble is going on the same path as Parler. Parler already went through the path that Rumble is trying to embark on, you know, and they realize, okay, this is not going to work. First off, we got a bunch of bad flack given all the people who were like on our site during January 6th and shit. And quick, let's like rebrand into something that maybe will be more profitable for us. And that's what they're embarking on here, I suppose. But Rumble's looking at all that and being like, oh, well, maybe we can be different. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of get the impression. So Parler did this by buying this company called Dynascale, which already does cloud services. And I wonder if what happened was they saw that Rumble was about to do this cloud services thing. And they were like, well, well we're just going to get ahead of this and do it ourselves first. We're just going to skip the line and, and, get, and get, you know, um, and, and try to get there first. And, and so uh, Rumble is kind of left in the dust as it, as it you know, tries to do its public offering. I suppose there is, um, like, maybe, Which, like, okay, ma like, maybe that works. Maybe there is some interesting thing happening if this stuff does sort of work about how, like, 
the infrastructure of the internet is being, you know, bought up to host ideological purposes where, you know, we consider these things neutral companies that people of various ideologies posted on and used to advance. Now you're having like those actual portions, like physical portions of the internet walled off. Um, and you need a lot of money for that sort of stuff. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to create hosting infrastructure to rival YouTube without massive investments that are very difficult for the left to have, but are pretty easily accessible for the right. I mean, I think it's important to say that, like, you can't rival YouTube. It, like, it's just, it's just too big. It, like, it, it's, it's genuinely too big. Like, you can't. I, I mean, I, I don't even know how many billions and hundreds of billions of dollars you'd have to spend to, like, catch up to. I mean, maybe it takes like 20 like years, but yeah. maybe it's a giant project on the right, you know, all uh, like the Powell memo of the 70s or whatever, where they're just like, oh, shit, we've got to, you know, we've got to put all our resources into the cloud now. We need to be able to host these sites completely free of of interference from perhaps liberal investors or any sort of investor. And, uh, you know, if all these companies, like the major cloud, like Amazon web services would be the, like one of the major rivals of, um, of whatever cloud business rumble wants to get into. But yeah, I guess it's, it it would be hard to come, compete with either YouTube or Amazon, given how large they are and how much they capture the market. But I can see it happening slowly as companies like become more and more ideological beyond just chasing profit, but also um, getting, you know, hitching their wagons to the neo-right movement to, to stay in power. Yeah, yeah, definitely possible, especially with with all of the money that, that as we've been talking, um, is behind it. Um, well, well, Sam, thanks for coming on uh, to talk about this stuff. Anything else that you wanted to chat about um, while we have yeah, you? I was just, uh, I was just surprised that you're competing with the NFL today, Owen. Going head on, head on head with the uh, NFL, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess it shows. Uh, my level of just because just because the Yankees attention. although I just realized that I didn't fucking change out one of my fantasy um, players you know just because the Yankees are down 3-0 doesn't mean that all sports have ceased to exist uh, but what if it does <laughs> what if it does um, well yeah so so thanks for coming on uh, Sam uh, where can people find you um, you want to you want to give a little boost to the to me sure. and, and and to your oh your uh, yeah. you can find me uh, Tuesday every Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday morning on Means TV for Means Morning News and uh, every Saturday District Sentinel Radio podcast comes out with uh, Sam Knight myself and uh, occasionally Owen is on the show uh, as well. That's right. That's right. All right, Sam. Well. Uh, thanks for joining. I'll let you get back to your football. Thanks, everybody, uh, for, for being here. If you're listening live or on replay on the app and you haven't already done so, please be sure to like and subscribe.
listening on replay on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, please be sure to rate and uh, subscribe to the show on there. All right, guys. We will see.